0: Welcome to Central Baptist Church's Sermon Podcast. This program features the preaching and teaching of Corey Ramirez, the pastor of Central Baptist Church of Little Rock, Arkansas. In God's Word, you will find the encouragement needed for today. And now, here is Pastor Ramirez. Old Testament we find in samples or examples uh, for us to live by. And this morning, that's what I want to talk about in this passage here, is I want us to look at the example of Jonathan and his faith. And hope to encourage you and your faith this morning. Jonathan fought what we'd call a physical battle. He had physical warfare he dealt with. Uh, As Christians today, we may not be in that same situation. But the Bible does say we do have spiritual battles. We do have spiritual warfare that we are to fight. And we're to uh, do that by faith, trusting in God. Now, faith, that, that word is a general word, really. And it simply means complete trust, complete trust. Uh, and it can be applied to many things. Uh, when you think about it, we live by faith every single day. This morning, uh, I'm probably safe to say you live by faith. Uh, if you drove this morning, you trusted whoever was coming the other way to stay in their lane. That was faith. You, you just trusted that they would do what was right. Now, if you rode with someone and you trusted they would drive correctly and they would get you here safely. Uh, faith is a general term. Now, the Bible takes that and uses that to God. and says we must put our faith in God and trust Him completely with what we have. Uh, Of course, with salvation, it begins with trusting in the Lord for your salvation. But even afterwards, we're to trust God as we go through this world and as we live for Him. Uh, This morning, we're going to find, I will call it, a great faith for a great endeavor. And we find that Jonathan's faith enabled him to climb this mountain. And so uh, today I have three thoughts for you I'd like to share with you on this uh, message. We're going to talk first about the assurance that we find here. There was some assurance. Uh, he went because he believed that God would work. He was certain that God was work on his behalf. Secondly, we're going to talk about action. Uh, by the way, faith produces action. If there's true faith, as James would say, there's going to also be some results behind that. And then amazement. Uh, at the end, uh, I tell you what, what took place is just amazing, and others noticed as well. When we live by faith, people are going to see it. It's going to be evident as we go through this world. So let's get into this this morning. Let's talk first about what I would call the assurance. See, this was faith that basically resulted in what I would call assurance, that let him... When I say him, Jonathan, to believe he could not only climb this mountain, but could be successful against the opposition. So let's talk first about confidence, all right? Uh, There's a lot of talk about confidence today in our world. Most of it is, they have the word self in front of it. Most of it is self-confidence. There are seminars on self-confidence. There's books on self-confidence. There are all sorts of articles on self-confidence. Jonathan didn't have self-confidence though he probably was an experienced warrior, uh, obviously he was in great shape, could climb this mountain and get up there and fight, we find his confidence was in God. He had confidence in the Lord. And that's where faith begins. It begins with trust in God. And let's get to this passage here. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 14. And I want you to notice uh, some of the things that he said as he began or as he looked to go across this mountain. It says here, In verse 6, it says, And Jonathan said to the young man that bears armor, Come, let us go over unto the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For there is no restraint to the Lord to say by many or by few. Notice what he said. It may be that God is going to work for us. It may be that God is going to give us a victory. That God will be glorified today in what we do. In other words, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, You'll notice there was no presumption here. He didn't look and say, okay, we're going to go do this, it's going to happen. God's going to guarantee it. No, he went by faith. He didn't know how it would play out. He didn't know, but he trusted. And he believed God would work. See, that's faith. Now, this was not what I would call a blind faith or a reckless faith. Okay, what I mean is he understood the circumstances. Uh, He saw this garrison sitting over there. He saw the mountain he had to climb. And he also, I believe, understood the consequences. This is a man of war. He knew this could be the end. So we're not talking about a reckless faith. We're not talking about a man who's just saying, "I, I don't care. Actually, as we go further, we see he began to plan with God in mind. This is a man who believed, or at least considered, the Lord in his planning. And that's something I want you to consider this morning. First, God is not bound to work for any of us. And he made that clear. Uh, God is not someone that we can demand and say, God, I I demand you to do this. Uh, He's the Almighty. He's the Creator. We should humbly go to Him and seek. Now, when the Bible talks about going boldly before the Lord in the book of Hebrews, that's referring to the fact that we can actually go to God in prayer and be bold to stand before Him or, or to bow before Him and ask Him for help. But God is not bound to anybody. He's God. And Jonathan understood this. And that's, that's a good, what I would call, understanding of faith. He's trusting God to work on his behalf. Also, when you think of this, self-confidence is limited to your abilities. It's only going to go as far as you can take it. Whether it's confidence in your experience that you may have gained. Confidence in your education that you have. Confidence in your skills, whatever skills God may have allowed you to possess. Confidence in any of your gifts. Those are only going to go as far as you go. But confidence in God goes further. Because God is almighty. He's above us. And that's the difference here. Often, if we're not careful, we just have confidence in self, make our plans. And that's why sometimes we're limited in what we can do. We put our confidence in God, and God can bless us in a great way. So, here is where we need to understand the importance of including God in our thinking. Because with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Now, without God, we can run into all sorts of problems. But with God, all things are possible. And so, faith recognizes, of course, circumstances. Faith also understands consequences. But faith goes beyond and says... I'm going to look to God, the one who is over all these things and the one who can make a difference. And that's what faith is. Faith looks beyond. So this morning, a thought here or an illustration is you may be facing a a trial or, or something in your life that if you look upon it, you say, you know what? I can't get through this or how can I how can I get through this? Well, you need to look beyond that and say, yes, this is the circumstances. These are the consequences. But I serve a God who's great. And he can overrule some things. And he can work. And then faith begins to trust in him instead of trusting himself or looking at the circumstances around us. Here's the second thought, and that's courage. Uh, This faith led to courage is what it did. Uh, You think about the courage here. Uh, First, the obstacle. There's a mountain he's got to climb, all right? Uh, Now, this picture I have up here, uh, I'm not telling you this is the exact location, but from my understanding, it's in the area, or general area that most people believe this probably happened at. So it gives you an idea of the mountain he's climbing. He's got to go up this, and he's got to climb this mountain, which obviously is not an easy task, but not only that, but he's doing it, carrying weapons of war, uh, raiding to, to get up there to fight. I think that faith... The faith Jonathan had made this mountain look small. I really believe that. You see, when you have faith in God, your obstacles will start looking smaller. They may not be smaller, but they're going to start looking smaller because God is so great. Because God is above those things. You know, there's no obstacle too big for God. There's nothing too difficult for God to handle this morning in your life. And when you begin to look at God, you begin to say, Okay, God, I know you can overcome this. You allowed Peter to walk on water. You allowed Jonathan to climb this mountain. You gave David a great victory over Goliath. And the list goes on and on of the the great victories God has given. God can bless you as well. And that's when an obstacle begins to look small. How about opposition now? Jonathan also knew on top of that mountain were some Philistines. And they weren't preparing a picnic for Jonathan and his armor bearer. Uh, They were waiting to fight. And they were certain that they would destroy these two Hebrew men climbing up that mountain. They, I, From everything I read here, I don't think they had any, any concern about these two men coming up. They thought, oh, this is going to be no problem. We'll take care of these two men. And so Jonathan knew on top of that hill was a group of men waiting to fight. Now that's opposition. I've had some people I've had to deal with. I've never had to deal with that. I can tell you that right now. I've never had to deal with a group of people waiting to kill me. That's something that was happening here. And so he had an opposition sitting on top. But I think this... This faith he had made that opposition look weak. I think the faith he had, God can give him victory over those men. And he knew that. So that's why he's going. You know, in your life, you may have some opposition. It may not be people, maybe something else that is opposing you or, or, or preventing you from going forward or doing something. This morning, faith in God can make the opposition look small. You say, you know what? Maybe someone is giving you a difficult time at work. Someone's being honored. You know what? You can say, I'm going in God's hands. God can work in their heart. My God's great. And you can trust in the Lord. Put your faith in God. Well, what we find here is he was going forward. Trusting God could work. And maybe this morning you have an obstacle or opposition in your life that you just need to trust God with. You just need to put your faith in the Lord. And look to him for strength so that you can overcome. Let me give you a quote. Uh, I find interesting. Uh, it was a quote by the late A.W. Tozer. And here's what he said. He said, God is looking for people through whom he can do the impossible. What a pity that we plan only the things that we can do by ourselves. I find that to be true with me sometimes. I, I, I limit God because I don't think that I can do it. And in reality, I need to look to God and say, God can do all things And not limit Him, but go forward. You see, don't limit the Lord in your life. Have faith in Him. That leads me to my second thought here this morning. And we're going to talk about the action that took place. Let's go back to our passage here. And notice it says here in verse 6, We find Jonathan said to the young man that bears armor, Come, let us go over unto the garrison. Verse 7, And his armor bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee, behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. Uh, I didn't develop this, but let me share this with you. I thought about it, but I just didn't. Lord, didn't put it on my heart. Faith is also contagious. Okay? Faith is contagious. What I mean by that is, when you have faith and you're trusting God, often others around you are going to be encouraged to do the same. Whether it's in your house, whether it's in the church, whether it's at work. And that's what we find here. His armor bearer, He's ready to go now, too. Jonathan's got this faith. He's ready to go. And so what we find next is it says, Then said Jonathan, verse 8, Behold, we will pass over unto these men. We will discover ourselves unto them. If they say thus unto us, tarry until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place. We will not go up unto them. But if they say thus, Come up unto us, then we will go up. For the Lord hath delivered them into our hand, and this shall be a sign unto us. So here's the focus, okay? It resulted in action, okay, movement. That's what I want to talk about next. Uh, Faith resulted, or or the faith he had, produced some action. First, notice his focus. His focus was on the Lord. Jonathan didn't say, we're going to go do this so we can get a trophy, uh, so we can be praised, so people can look back and say, what a great battle we fought. He's doing this for God's glory. This was the enemy. He's going to fight for God, no different than David facing Goliath. And he says, we're going to go up there and God may work things out for us and provide a victory. So you'll notice there was a plan put in place, okay? And this plan involved the Lord. You see, faith doesn't eliminate reasoning. Faith doesn't eliminate planning. What faith does is faith plans with God in mind, okay? Faith says, okay, I'm going to make these plans. But I'm going to make these plans with God in mind, knowing that the Lord can work and the Lord can bless and the Lord can guide and the Lord can direct. So the plan here was, was simple. Simple but effective. And here it was. He says, okay, we're going to show ourselves. In other words, we're going, to, we're going to let them know we're here. And if these Philistines look and they say, if they don't come unto us or if they say nothing, he says, we're going to remain here. Because that means they're probably going to attack. They're ready. And God will give us the victory while we defend. But if we come out and they see us and they challenge us and say, come on up, because, you know what, we, we make light work of you guys. He said, then we're going to take that. We're going to go up. By faith, because that means God wants us to go fight. What we find here is he had a plan, and that plan included the Lord. Jonathan didn't just say, I'm going to go do this because I want to do this. He didn't look at his armor bearer and say, you know what, let's just charge and go. We're going to go up there and we're just going to fight. No, he said, okay, we'll see what God wants us to do in this matter. We're going to present ourselves, and then we'll respond based upon what happens next. Folks, here's what it is. This plan was God-centered. Had he stepped out and the Philistines didn't do anything, he said, we'll stay here and defend. In other words, we'll just stay here. If they never come, they never come. But we're ready. If we step out and they say, come on up, that means God wants us to go forward. In other words, he's praying, he's saying, Lord, show us the way to go and we'll go. That's how we need to approach moving forward. We need to trust in God. Ask God for direction. Ask God to show you where to go. Seek God in prayer. Ask Him for wisdom when you're making decisions. And that's basically what He did here. So it's good to plan so long as we keep God in mind. You know, James 4.15 says, uh, as far as planning, He says we should plan with this. If the Lord will, if the Lord will, we will do this. If the Lord will, we will go here. Not, I'm going to just go do it. If the Lord will. And that's a good way to make all your plans. I know some of us are looking forward to retirement. You may say, you know what, I will, Lord willing. I'm going to plan for this, Lord willing. And then trust the Lord as you go forward. And the Lord may change or direct you in a different way. But if you make your plans with God, here's the thought I'll give you. If you make your plans with God, make them big plans, okay? Because God is a great God. He's a mighty God. And this was a big plan here. And this was a big plan, and they were going to go and do what God wanted them to do. My next thought is here, I just put forward. Okay, we're talking about action, uh, you'll notice in the plan, there was no plan to retreat. Jonathan didn't say, anywhere do we find we're going to run, we're going to leave. There was no plan to retreat, and really there was no plan uh, as far as going backwards. Everything was to go forward. And that's what happened. They moved in a forward direction. Was it difficult? Yes. The Bible says that they climbed on all fours up that rock hill. Uh, We're not talking a nice trail cut out for them. This was a a climb. Uh, You know that would be tiring enough as it is, let alone having to fight when you get to the top. So they climbed up this hill. It was difficult, and also it took time. I've often wondered. Now this is this is speculation. I'll give it to you. This isn't scripture, okay? This is speculation. But I've often wondered if along the way they may have thought, you know, what are we doing? Are we sure this is what God wants us to do? I've been that way in my life at times. And maybe that crossed their mind as they're climbing this mountain. I mean, they knew what was waiting atop. And they're going forward. So not only did it take time, but they had to keep going. That's what I want to encourage you with this morning. Faith will drive you forward. Okay? You know what discouragement will do? Discouragement will for the most part, lead you backwards. Because you often focus on the past. You focus on the problems. You are focused on what has happened. And so discouragement will often take you backwards. You know what doubts will do in your life? Doubts will pretty much keep you where you are. Uh, They might not move you backwards, but they're not going to take you forwards either. They're going to keep you right there because you're not sure. That's what doubts will do. Folks, faith will drive you forward. Let's turn over to the book of Philippians. I want you to see a passage here. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. And this passage here was written by the Apostle Paul. Here under the direction of the Spirit. And in Philippians chapter 3, I'm going to begin reading in verse 13. He says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before I pressed toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul was going forward in life. He was moving. He was going forward with God. And he was living by faith. And that's, the, the, the I think, one of the greatest passages in the Bible that encourage us to live and to continue living under the Lord. Now, this is the type of faith that is needed today. Okay? This is the faith you need this morning. You need a faith faith that drives you forward. How about in your home? You need this faith in your house. As parents, this is faith that's needed constantly. A faith that goes forward. Looking to lead your children after God. This is a faith that drives you forward. Uh, By the way, as parents, you can only lead your children as far as you go. Read the Bible, study it. Talk to God yourself and then lead your children in that direction. Faith will drive you forward. It'll take you forward and and take you to seek the Lord. Also, when you think about your your personal life, let me give you another example. Tragedy sometimes strikes. I know people have lost loved ones. They've lost friends. I have friends in heaven. I have loved ones that are there that I can't wait to see. You know what faith will do? It'll drive you forward. Instead Instead of just stopping and no longer living because of discouragement, faith will say, you know what? I'm going to see him again. I'm going to be with God someday, and I'll be with my family and friends. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep serving God. You see, that's what faith does. Faith drives you forward. keeps you going. Also, when you think about faith, this is needed wherever you work this morning. Whether it's you work in the home, whether you work uh, at a, a place of business, this is the faith that's needed. A faith that says, hey, you know what, I'm going to keep Serving the Lord, even though there's opposition all around me. God's bigger than that. God can bless me here. I don't know how, but I'm going to trust Him. I'm going to trust Him to bless me through these trials or these difficulties or through obstacles or opposition. I know my God can work. I know He's great. And I'm going to keep going. That's the faith that drives you forward, especially on days you may not want to go forward. Maybe Monday morning, you may not even want to get up and go. It's that faith that says God's got a plan. And I'm going to go forward with him. See, that's the faith that's needed. Uh, How about in our church? Uh, Definitely needed, folks. You know, churches that stop going forward tend to die. Some die within a generation. Some, it's the next generation. Because they stop moving forward. What happens is they start thinking inward. About self. Preservation. Instead of thinking outward about lost souls. Doing the work of God. Instead of going by faith, the lack of faith ends up shutting the church. Folks, churches need to go forward. And that's done by faith. Trusting in God to bless. We need to have faith that God will reach this city. You say, really? The whole city? Oh, yeah. I believe God can save souls. I'm saved. God can save souls today. We have to have that faith as we take the gospel out. Knowing God can work. I believe God can strengthen Christians. That's why we want to disciple Christians. Because I believe God can strengthen us to do uh, the work that he has for us. But that's the the action we find here. Jonathan moved because he had faith. That's what took him forward. And then here's my final thought this morning. And I I called it amazement. I really didn't know how to title it. So I hope this works here. Uh, I called it amazement because of what took place. Let's look at the passage here. We find out, uh, we've read through some of this already earlier this morning. Basically, verse eleven, we find that they discovered themselves. Uh, they went up. Uh, in verse thirteen, verse thirteen says, Jonathan climbed up upon his hands and upon his feet, his armor bearer after him. So both of them scramble up this hill. They get to the top. They meet the opposition. Uh, I'm under the impression the opposition thought uh, this is this is nothing. These two men, uh, we'll take care of this. But things happened, and God blessed. And next thing you know. Not only were those men on top defeated, but the Bible says God worked and soon others began to flee and run. In other words, we find a chaotic scene now took off. And as some of these Philistines began to run, some of them began to fight each other. They weren't sure what was going on. There was a lot of confusion. And God permitted that. What we find here is the work that took place. I put the greatness of God. And I'll talk about that now. The greatness of God. You see, things happen fast here. And everyone was surprised. And you'll notice down here a little further. It says here in verse 17. Then said Saul unto the people that were with him, Number now and see who has gone from us. And when they had numbered, behold, Jonathan and his armor-bearer were not there. And Saul said unto Ahiah, Bring hither the ark of God. For the ark of God was at that time with the children of Israel. So what we... Can take from this passage is the Philistines began to run, fight each other. And King Saul, he's sitting here and he begins to see all the Philistines take off. He's getting reports in that, hey, they're, they're fleeing, they're running. And I'm sure he's thinking, I didn't order anything. Who took off? Who, who caused this? And so he, he asks for a roll call. He says, where's everyone at? And he says, there's only two people missing. One's your son, Jonathan. And the other is the armor, his armor bearer. They're, they're gone. Now, I don't know all that took place, but I can imagine some are probably thinking, uh, two men causing this? I don't know. Are you sure? You sure it's just two men missing? You sure it's not a whole company or a regiment? You sure there's not more men involved? Only two? But as the word got out, and as some of the witnesses looked and probably said, hey, no, it was just two men, it was just Jonathan and his armor bearer. That was it. It was two men who had faith. Two men who were willing to trust God. Two men who said, let's go. And two men who not only got the victory, but also allowed God to work in their life in a great way. That's the point I want to make here as far as the greatness of God. Is that when we trust in God, and we put our faith in the Lord, and we let Him work, then that's when He can do great things on our behalf. That's when He can bless us. For example, you begin to pray. You pray for maybe someone or something, and you trust in the Lord. Well, you pray by faith, and you wait, and you hold on. And then when God answers that prayer, that's when you say, God is great. But it begins with prayer and faith, asking, trusting, going forward. And then when God blesses, you see the greatness of God at work in your life. The late Lester Roloff, he was a a pastor down in Texas. He made this comment once, and I thought it was good. He said, I want to do something so great that no one could accuse me of doing it. And as a pastor, that's how I feel about this church. I want to see this church grow. And I want to see it grow in a way that people will say, you know what, only God can work in that. Only God can produce that kind of an effect in a church. God must be at work there. And that should be our desire in our life at home, our personal life. That when people see you live, they say, there's something different about that person. And then they may find out that it's God who's working in your life. And it's His greatness that has become a testimony to the people around you. And that's the goal and the desire. And then finally, as far as the glory to God, that's what we find here. It was clear that God gave this victory. Two men couldn't do this by themselves. They did, but it was God working through and God blessing. And so the Lord blessed their faith and he worked on their behalf is what he did. He worked on their behalf. This is the faith that is needed today. Okay, faith that God is pleased with. You know, Hebrews eleven six, 6, Bible tells us that God, that's what pleases God is faith. And so faith that God is pleased with and faith that God blesses in other words, faith that glorifies Him, exalts Him, uh, lifts Him up. There's a story. It's a true story, from my understanding, told about the late missionary Hudson Taylor. He had went into China, went so far into the inland, uh, farther than any other Christian had went before, as far as what people know, and was able to start churches and ministries and see souls saved. Well, later in life, he had become someone that people obviously wanted to preach at their church when he had opportunity. And a church down in Melbourne, Australia, invited him in and he went down to preach there for a meeting. And he was there that evening. And before he got up, the pastor who was introducing him uh, went into a, a spiel, nothing bad, just began to tell all the things that had been accomplished through Hudson Taylor's ministry. Uh, You know, orphanages and churches and how many missionaries had gone into China because of his influence. And and he went on and on and on in describing all this. And then at the very end, he said, okay. And he he pointed to, to Hudson Taylor. He said, our illustrious speaker is here. And then he stepped aside. Well, they said Hudson Taylor walked to the pulpit, opened up his Bible, and he put his head down for a few seconds. And he looked up to the crowd and he said, dear friends, I am the little servant of an illustrious master. See, he got it. He understood. It wasn't him. It was God who worked through him. It was his faith in God that blessed. And I think we need to get to that point where we understand the power of faith because if it's in God, he is powerful. He's almighty. And he can provide what is needed. So this morning, this faith to climb mountains is sorely needed today. In all areas of life. It's needed for salvation. You'd have to put your faith in God or in Christ to be saved. Those that believe on Jesus are saved. So you must put your faith in Christ for salvation. And that's where it begins. I hope and pray everyone here is saved this morning. That you believed on Christ as your Savior. But then afterwards it has to continue. We've got to live by faith. Hebrews 10.38 says the just shall live by faith. We've got to live by faith every single day. And my hope and prayer this morning... If nothing else, that maybe you got a little bit of a glimpse of what God can do when we trust in Him. Of how great He is and what He can provide. It it reminds me of the example or the story of the woman in the New Testament who needed to be healed. And she said, All I have to do is touch the hem of His garment. That's it. I don't believe... That she was trusting in his clothing. I think she knew how powerful he was. And all she had to do was just grab a hold. And touch just a bit of his clothing and she would be healed. And we find out that's what happened. She was healed. But that was faith involved. She had that faith. And if we would just have that faith in all areas of our life... God can work and do great things around us. In closing, three boys in a Sunday school class were asked what faith is. What is faith? And here's their answer. The first one said, faith is taking hold of God. The second one said, faith is holding on to God. And then the third one said, faith is never letting go. And I think all three were right. We must have faith in God as we go forward in life. You've been listening to the preaching of Pastor Ramirez of Central Baptist Church of Little Rock, Arkansas. We hope today's message encouraged you. If you would like more information about Pastor Ramirez or Central Baptist Church, please visit our website, centralbaptistchurch.org. Thank you for listening today, and be sure to join us again for another message from God's Word.